Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and this podcast is your guide to start creating a lifestyle by design. From entrepreneurship, money and finance, taxes and residencies, and everything in between, this show highlights the nuances of a true global citizen lifestyle. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to today's YouTube video and podcast episode. Now, in today's episode, I really want to talk about something that I have coined called the game. And this is in reference to when you leave your home country, whatever that country may be, you go through the process of leaving residency. There are quite a few steps that, of course, you know what those steps and that process is going to look like. But once you're in the thick of it, and once you have obtained a new residency, specifically in Paraguay, because I know so many of my audience is interested in obtaining Paraguay residency, what that may look like, I'm going to talk about some of the further details going past the point of simply getting your residency which we absolutely help with. We can get residency shortest time frame of two months to the average time frame of four to five months, of course, just depending on bureaucracy, the wait time for the process that month in Paraguay. But I'm going to be going over a little bit about what actually comes next, what I have learned in my personal experience throughout this journey, and then how I help my clients and what that looks like. And I'm going to be sharing that with you today and giving you that information so that you have some more frame of reference of what actually goes on behind the scenes once you have obtained your Paraguay residency. So Now, when you are looking to leave your home country, you are probably a traveler, a nomad, a global citizen. You are wanting to leave your, usually it's for tax purposes, so your high taxing Western country, and you're wanting to go to a country that is territorial tax, 0% or very low tax. And Paraguay is a very great fit to this bill. Of course, it is a territorial tax system. So if you don't make money in the country, then you will not be taxed on any money that is made outside of the country, only money made in the country, which is amazing. There are very few territorial tax countries out there. So Paraguay is a really great option, especially if you are planning to live and stay in Latin America pretty long-term. But even if you're not planning to stay in Latin America, it is still a really great place to have residency. And then also potentially, depending on your specific situation, tax residency as well. Now, of course, when you're starting this process and you can email me, my email is Nicole at workwealthandtravel.com. We will guide you through the process. We will make sure that your documentation is correct. This is something I have seen quite a few times, unfortunately, where somebody will land in Paraguay and the documentation is actually incorrect. The apostille, whatever it may be, it's not a national police check. It's just a regional police check. And then you will have to go back to your home country to redo it all again. So we make sure that your documentation is correct before arriving on the ground in Paraguay to get the process started. But you will head to Paraguay, you will get the actual process started of residency, which which like I said, can take anywhere from two to around five months, again, just depending a little bit there. But once you have that, then we can help with your tax ID, your driver's license. But I get quite a few questions about what comes after that. So you have left your home country, you likely or 
you may likely need to not bank in that country or you may still be able to have some bank accounts, credit cards, whatnot in that country. Even if you can, and I know quite a few, quite a few countries, you can actually still hold on to those bank accounts. Of course, you will have to tell them that you are now a non-resident. Some of them might get you to shut down the accounts. Others might be okay with it as long as there's not too crazy high of a value in there, of course. But you are going to want to start banking in other countries as well. So this is really where the quote unquote game, as I like to call it, really comes into play. So banking, of course, we all need bank accounts, but you do not typically realize the complexity of, and I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes as well, the complexity of not only opening a bank account in Paraguay, also the citizenship, which I have talked about in a previous episode. So I'll save that for that past episode, just a few episodes back if you are interested in learning about the complexities of citizenship. I think a lot of people think just because the residency is somewhat straightforward to obtain that the citizenship is as well, which is not the case at all. And apologies for the dog barking. So let's talk about specifics to banking. Now, as a Paraguay resident, if you live in Paraguay full-time and if you are getting the facturas and you are doing the monthly accounting, which is required for all residents, so usually you'll have an accountant do that, which we automatically help with once you get the residency because you will need to file those each month as a resident, temporary, permanent, does not matter. So that is an additional small fee each month that is required. But if you are living in Paraguay and you have the facturas, when you go to the grocery store, when you go to restaurants, any purchase you make, you get the factura, you give them your cedula ID number, then you will be able after having that. And it again, depends on the bank. It depends on the person that you speak to at the bank, but anywhere from three to six to sometimes even 12 months, you will need those monthly accounting invoices from your accountant once you have those and you actually have been living in Paraguay, so this will show that you have been living, you have been buying groceries, shopping, having your daily expenses in Paraguay. Once you have that, like I said, for anywhere from three to six to potentially 12 months, again, depending on the bank, you will then be able to have a bank account and to open a bank account. And of course, there are some banks that are fairly straightforward for residents to open without having to have this, without living in Paraguay full time. I would recommend Weno Bank. I would not recommend keeping too much money in there, but that is the first fintech bank in Paraguay, which is very interesting and very exciting. So I'd recommend Weno. There is almost no criteria other than the cedula and an address to open an account. And the other one is Banco Familiar, which you have, I believe it is 30, it could be 60 days to actually go in person and deposit some money to then completely open the account. But you can do the actual account opening through their app, but then you will have to, like I said, 30 to 60 days, something like that. It's, it can be always changing, but it's a pretty short time frame. You'll actually have to go to deposit the money to then officially open the account. But that has a very low range. I think it is as of the beginning of 2024. I was just there the other week and I was asking them and it was 8 million grini every single month that you could deposit, which is around a thousand US dollars. So not too much, not that I would recommend keeping too much money in Paraguay, but it is a pretty low monthly minimum without having to go through the AML and the entire process of where that money is actually coming from. 
So banking in Paraguay, now you can do, like I said, if you are a true resident and you are really living there, but let's say you aren't living there, you have the residency, you have a tax residency, but you're not truly living there, you're living elsewhere, you're traveling full-time, you're fully nomadic. So what does that look like? Now, this is where the complexities of what I like to call the game, quote unquote, come in. Because you're not going to be able to keep too much money in Paraguay. You're going to just be filing zero every single month for your monthly accounting, which is not going to lead to any bank in Paraguay really allowing you to open a bank account. So now what does that look like? This is where the game comes into play. So you have a few different options. I always recommend opening as many bank accounts as possible in as many countries as possible. It is increasingly becoming more and more difficult. We work with our clients who are opening co companies in different jurisdictions around the globe, of course, usually very tax-friendly jurisdictions, but we work with them so that they can, of course, open a business account, sometimes also potentially get residents in that country where their formation has been incorporated and then with that potentially opening bank accounts as well. So if you are interested in that, reach out to me. My details are all below along with my links. But if you are just an individual person, you are going to want to try to open as many bank accounts as possible. Again, likely these will not have too high of monthly requirements, maybe a thousand dollars, maybe a few thousand dollars without any AML being deposited in that account. But Georgia, as of right now, again, this can always change. And in this space, things are always changing. So this may not be the same forever. If there are ever any updates, I will update you here on the channel. But as it stands right now, you are able to open a bank account as a foreigner in Georgia. All you need is a phone number and an address, which can be an Airbnb or a hotel address. So that is very straightforward. I recommend having that in your banking portfolio. There are also other options. So you have Uruguay, which we help clients open accounts. They will need to know how much is going to either be in the account or how much is going to be deposited into the account each month. And there are minimums as well, ranging from a few thousand dollars up to potentially $10,000. So depending on your specific situation, shoot us an email and we can help you get that opened. So you have Uruguay. And then of course, Panama is also another great option. While the residency is of course changed in the last few years and is a lot more difficult for many people who are not more high net worth individuals to obtain from the friendly nations countries, you can still open a bank account fairly easily. You will of course need to show again, like in Uruguay, like in many countries, those monthly incomes and how much is going to be coming into the account. They usually do not want just a $5 balance and then leave that there forever. They want to see that there is some significant money coming in, but depending on your specific situation, depending on the portfolio of other bank accounts you do have, we may be able to help you with that. So shoot us an email below. Now, one other point that I wanted to touch on when it comes to the game. So there are, when you're leaving your home country, your country that you were born in, your country of previous residents that you really figured out the system, you had all the bank accounts open and the mortgages and the loans and lines of credit, and you knew how that worked. So you are now going, leaving that country, 
and going into a new country, a new system, maybe you don't even speak the language where you don't fully understand how that works. So a lot in a lot of the Latin American countries, as of right now, the interest rates for mortgages are extremely high. So there, this is only one example, but there are so many different factors that you have to consider because you are playing this game. You have left your home country and you are now in a country or a continent, continent where you don't know the financial background. You don't know what that's going to look like for you. So do your research before starting on the Paraguay residency process or residency in any country, quite honestly, and figure out is that a time investment that you are truly willing to make? It would have been much, much easier for me personally to stay in Canada, continue to pay high tax, but also take advantage of using their financial system, being able to get loans, being able to have very advantageous credit cards and bank accounts, but now instead I cannot open any new accounts and I do not use any of those accounts. So I had to go and figure out what worked best for me. And while Paraguay is a great option, it doesn't completely, as I previously mentioned, offer all of the financial benefits that opening a company, let's say in Dubai would have, where then you get access to a residence permit and you are able to open bank accounts in Dubai. So before just going with the lowest cost option that has some pretty advantageous tax benefits, you really want to figure out, is this a game that you are willing to play potentially for the rest of your life? And this is the beginner level. There are, as you grow your net worth, and we do work with clients on this one-to-one, there are different formations in various different countries that you can open. So even if you have the Paraguay residence, you have two or three residencies in other countries, you have trusts in a few different countries that we open trusts in that are very advantageous to continue to protect your wealth and to spread it out globally. So when speaking about this game, if you are a looking to get invested in Paraguay, to get the residents, to potentially start having some real tangible investments in the country, there is something else that you want to consider. And this is the fact that if Paraguay is your only residence, so you have left your home country's residence, and now you are a resident and a tax resident of Paraguay, you may not be required to file taxes. So your tax is zero. You don't have any money coming into the country. Yes, we can absolutely help you file a zero tax return. However, since your tax return will be zero, let's say you want to get a mortgage in another country. You want to take out a loan in another country. They are going to be asking for the documentation of where you have paid taxes in the last year, what that tax return looked like, and being a resident and a tax resident only in a country like Paraguay and paying absolutely 0% tax may then end up coming and biting you in the butt. So there are a few different ways that you can mitigate this. And, it and again, it does depend on your specific situation, but you can also open a Paraguay company formation. So depending on your business, depending on what you do, if it's digital services, products online, or if it's physical products, you have a few different options for what may look best for you to actually potentially start to pay a very low tax rate in Paraguay. And of course the Paraguay tax is capped at a flat 10%, which if you ask me and probably anybody else, that is an amazing rate, just a flat 10% on any income. 
but it may be more beneficial for you to actually go through an accountant and to pay some taxes in Paraguay so that if you are looking either now or for the future to invest in any other countries and that is documentation that they are likely going to need, then you do have that on file and you have been paying taxes somewhere in the world. So these are just a few considerations to start thinking about when you are looking into not only residency in Paraguay, but quite honestly, residency in any country in the globe. You want to think about the long-term picture, and this is really part of playing the game that I speak about. So if you do have any questions, I have a link down below where you can book a 15 minute discovery call. And on that call, we simply go over what you're looking for and if we would be able to help. If we are able to help, we will then hop either on a strategy call or get you in touch with the team on the ground, not only in Paraguay, but in almost every single country in Latin America, the Caribbean, and also in a few advantageous countries for tax optimization, residence and citizenships in Europe. If you are interested in opening another bank account for your bank account diversification portfolio, or even renouncing your US citizenship, please message us down below. Like I said, the email is Nicole at workwealthandtravel.com. And we are happy to figure out a strategy that works best for you. Thank you for joining me here. And I hope to see you in the next video and or podcast episode. Like I said, if you do have any questions, reach out to me below and I'll see you in the next one. You've just listened to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. If anything from this episode resonated with you, I would appreciate if you share this podcast on your socials. And of course, be sure to tag me. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for joining me on this global citizen journey, and I'll see you in the next episode.